slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Hello, world. Welcome to Good Conversation. I'm Toya. And I'm Shay. Welcome to the show, good people. Hope you guys Welcome. had a hope you guys had like a great week, wonderful life, better than the shitty life I'm living. <laughs> How's your week? <sighs> it's a trying How week. Your last your your past week. How's your past week? Good? My past week. So we ain't even going. You know what? I just I, I've been busy. I can't even complain because I've been busy. So an idle mind makes for just bullshit. And so I just been busy I, between work and you know coaching and going to games on the weekend. I really don't have time to like not a, necessarily a bad thing. No time to rest, but I feel like I'm constantly doing. So I have no time to really like be bored or just to contemplate and just be bullshit. And I did have time to do a puzzle last week, and I love doing puzzles. So that was something. Oh, that's nice. Yes. How was your week? Actually very beautiful. Yeah. Uh, my week. So sometimes every couple months I get in my bag and, you know, I'm in my feelings. So this was a week where I was in my feelings. Um, but I'm okay now. You know, I'm taking this bad ass to the gym and trying to be a bad bitch. So, you know. <laughs> That's pretty much what I'm doing. You know, I started running. I can't even see running. I've been walking with purpose in the mornings now. <laughs> <laughs> and I started to jog a little bit. And then my back started to hurt. And then my knee started to hurt. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk. I'm going to walk to back bitch land. My knees kill me. I can't. I really cannot. Like the one that I had surgery on, fuck that knee. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch was like, ah, Ethel. No. Uh, yeah. My kill me. I was doing like leg presses today. Oh God. And like, girl, hang it up. <laughs> oh God. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. So you know, um, these one thank you guys for listening to the show, sharing it. Shout out to my little cousin because she out here pushing hard for the show right now. <laughs> Shout out to you. She know who she is. Um, she's out there doing a the damn thing as always. You can find all episodes of the episode, um, the episode, all episodes of the podcast on the gcpod.com. Share that with your friends, family, sister, brother, mother. Um, you know, let everybody listen to it. Don't keep the shit to yourself. Please don't, because I feel like you know. We some funny bitches. Sharing is caring at the end of the day. Like, stop being, like, don't be rude. Just share it. Like, what the fuck? So that's the thing. Um, Yeah. So this week's episode, <coughs> I'm sorry. So this week's episode is not going to be the the typical lighthearted, funny. I mean, we'll find, we find humor in all things, which is pretty good and pretty bad at the same time, but we're, yeah, it's pretty inappropriate. Yeah, it's pretty inappropriate, but this week we're going to be talking focusing mainly on the Second Amendment of the United States of America. We are. Um, so last week... Um, Wait, before we before we do this, uh, let me clarify for some of these dumbasses. Not that our listeners are dumbasses, but there's people out there that just don't know. They're probably Googling it right now. What's the Second Amendment of the Constitution? Blah, blah, blah. This is the constitutional thing that's all, you know, that one amendment. Now, these are not even amendments. This shit was already in the original shit. Motherfuckers talking about the right to bear arms. 
Yes. The right to bear arms. When I said to bear arms, it's not you taking off your shirt and your bare arms. No. Bye. Okay? You got to say this for people. It's your right to carry a weapon, a gun in particular, in America. I just have to get that out there. I don't know. I have to make sure everybody is informed. It's my job. And this was added in, like, the 1700s to the Constitution. We talking 1700s, y'all. That's what we're talking about. Like, that's when this was included. I have very, a, a very strange opinion in regards to the Second Amendment, but I want to hear your thoughts first. How do you feel about it? Um, Overall, I think it has a place, but it also is outdated immensely. Um, In modern times, when you talk about the right to bear arms, when you think about when this was first ratified, you know, this is a different time, a different period, where, you know, people had to protect themselves and motherfuckers was just walking out shooting niggas just to be shooting niggas and niggas had guns it was what it was now you modernize everything you fast forward of course the good you we ain't talking about no guns where you got to put the gunpowder in and load it up and then pay on one power that's all you get we talking about semi-automatic weapons yeah. weapons that are usually used in in military people that i work with who come back from being in wars and being overseas, these are the guns that these people carry mm-hmm. during wartime. We're talking about owning these type of guns, these assault rifles, just as regular plain old citizens. Hell no. The fuck? Um, in regards to my thoughts about the Second Amendment, I, I... I understand where it came into place and why it was needed. People need to protect their homes. People need to protect their land. We're talking about a time where, you know, all you have is, you know, your possessions, you know, how you um, support your family, your land, your homes, your 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 cattle, whatever. Cattle. Um, and your family, you know, this is a means of protection and there, there are no other means of protection. It is 2018 and we live in a different time. So while I do agree that people should have the right to um, own weapons, I mean, police out here, we get police weapons and they shoot them things off all really fucking Um, But I think that I agree with you. Semi-automatic weapons have no place in anybody's house. I don't care if you're a collector, whatever. The weapons, like, there's just, there's no reason to have them. Yes. There's no reason. Not at all. And I'm like, this is from, I'm like, the thing is, I've never had a gun. I've never held a gun. The most I've gotten in my life is, like, a airsoft BB gun. And that was just for me being silly, wanting to shoot like bottles off the porch or something like that. I still have it, but do I use it? No, not on a regular. But would I go to a shooting range and possibly just go and like, hey, I'm going to shoot a gun just to shoot it? Sure. But do I want to own a gun like in my house on my person? Hell no. Because it leave it to me. I get drunk one night and I'm out here, pew, pew, pew. I done blasted my own fucking head off. That would happen to me. And I, I don't have that type of time. I agree. I don't... Um personally to my knowledge what? i i haven't had a gun i haven't grown up with a firearm in my home i will say to my knowledge because you know i don't know but you know you know i gotta <laughs> say the same thing because somebody marked i don't know i don't know <laughs> um 
and I'm happy it was that way because I'm a, I was a very anxious child. And so I would have probably never slept for the rest of my life had I known that I was sleeping in the same home with a firearm. Now, some people feel safer when they're in a home with a gun. I personally um, don't think that I can have a gun in my house for for the same for the same damn reasons. You know what I'm saying? You can't trust yourself. A lot of people get killed by their own damn weapon. Um, accidents happen when you talk about kids and all this other kind of stuff. Even we got lockboxes and all this kind of stuff. Kids is curious. Kids find ways to get into things, and I just can't deal with that kind of stress on my heart. Um, but if you want to fuck with me, I do keep blades around my house oh at all times. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Hey, relax, relax. No, you're. This is a safe place. This is a safe place. I'm just saying, Cut. if you think you can get with this ass. <laughs> Bitch, you can catch these motherfucking hands all day. catch these hands. All day, motherfucker. Well, great. Okay. I, I fucked you getting a little heated there. I'm just saying. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. But I think when you look at the, the use of guns in America and how it has evolved over time, like just thinking about where we came from and and not even where we're from but like thinking about how we grew up in america like us mm-hmm. too being the age that we are we've seen mass shootings when you talk about columbine like we were alive and well you know, and like i remember columbine so vividly like I remember like it happening, the the outcome, you know, and it kind of feels like we're still in kind of like the same kind of warped cycle yes. because it was like, you know, the goth kids are going to shoot up the school and it was a whole big thing. And, you know, every kid that wore black that year, everybody was looking at them like, that's the nigga. Final shit. Don't like, they, hey, I was your friend, nigga. I was your motherfucking friend. Everybody was looking at them like, don't try it. Um, and it was the same it was the same story kind of like it's kind of like where where every time these things happen and last week they had the shooting down in Texas Mm. that killed like 10 students and and staff like like how many times can these things like occur exactly how many times can these things occur and I've seen a, a, a picture that explained it perfectly it's like this cycle you go there's a school shooting thoughts and prayers we ask for gun reform nothing happens everybody ignores it and then the same thing happens again shooting occurs thoughts and prayers blah blah again and again and again and this has happened and you think about it, it happening so more prevalently like so more prevalent in recent years like you think about you know you go back to like columbine and you go to like virginia tech and then there was like that the whole like dc sniper type shit back mm-hmm. in the day and then there was you know you think recent years when you talk um what is it shit there was like mad shit on different college campuses this year or in within the last couple of years you think mm-hmm. like the pulse nightclub shooting you think about fucking sandy hook las vegas like this shit happens so much and not that it, and didn't you oh think my. about the kids that were in florida who were like they got the whole movement going with the bullshit yeah, and then the shit just turns around and it happens and again. it happens that that also again. has a lot to do with our current administration i think that you know um, the current president of the United States has kind of awakened um, 
some beasts and they feel entitled to do these things. Um, This kid who did this shooting down in Texas, um, that, that, that weapon belongs to his father and he's a teenager and I think his father should be held accountable for the fact that your son was able to have access to your weapons. Mm-hmm. And ultimately ended the lives of ten people. Ten and people. And these things, and you know, I kind of did some research on shootings in public spaces and schools and that kind of thing. And um, I think I got as far back as the eighteen hundreds. But these things were happening. These things were happening. But when we talk about these things happening, they were happening. Maybe two people injured, one person killed, you know, one person injured, um, uh, two people injured, nobody killed, that kind of thing. It wasn't until uh, like the 60s. It wasn't until 66 when the University of Texas shooting happened. Hmm. I don't know if you remember that. He like was in the bell tower. Yeah, just, yep, shooting, just people shooting people in the bell tower. Yes, girl. And 17 people died. And that was the first one where it was like more than like six people died Mm -hmm. and everybody was like wait a second that Mm -hmm. kind of was the catalyst to to the gunpowder that turned into pulse nightclub where there's over like 50 people Mm -hmm. or vegas that vegas shooting that happened last year which is the worst mass shooting to date in the united states Mm -hmm. um and that was just that was literally just a couple months ago I think that I think that we like what does it what is it going to take what is it going to take to make changes do you think it's mental health do you think it's legislation do you think that um we need to have metal detectors in every single fucking school in the United States like what do you think so I like I'm going to come out this from a couple of different places. I'm going to come out this first as a person who used to work in a K, not a, yeah, K, like a high school setting. Mm-hmm. So as an employee, like go beyond being a student, as an employee in the school, I noticed that I could come in any old which way. I didn't have to go through a metal detector as a, an employee. I just walked in that bitch and I went to work. The kids who do go to that school had to go through yeah, a metal detector. Did you guys have um, like a pass or a badge or were doors locked? And Doors were generally locked. Um, mm-hmm. You had to buzz in to go through the main door. I used to have a badge that would just, you know, if I swiped it, it would get me into any of those locked doors. And then um, I had a key as well. So I could get in through one particular door because I had a key. Um, you know, I'm not one to let somebody in if they're just knocking and looking at me in my face. And I'm like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm go around to the front where you got to show ID and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, kids have to go through metal detectors every day. Teachers would check their bags, all that, you know, stuff. But kids still found a way to get knives into the school. Yeah. You know, things like that. There was no guns or anything, but, you know, a spade a spade. You can just be like, yo, meet me at this this door at this time and open this bitch up for me because there's not security on every door at all times and some of the cameras in the school don't work and when we were in high school there weren't metal detectors at all 
just walked our asses right, right on in. We guess it, yeah. sometimes we left in the middle of the day. We went and go got our own goddamn lunch. We just <laughs> snuck the fuck back in. That's a story for another goddamn day. Um, but then you know, I take it from that from being somebody who's in that setting. Does does that need to be the standard? When you go to school, I don't think it should be because a school shouldn't be a place where that is happening. Obviously, this is a place where it's occurring like quite often. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be the standard, but does it need to be? It might need to be. And then you think about in terms of like now I work on an open campus and mm-hmm. anybody can come on that campus at any old time. My first day of work, I was on lockdown because somebody threatened the hospital that's nearby. So they put us on lockdown as well as the high school that's in the area or on lockdown. Two high schools in the area um, were on lockdown. So, you know, it, exactly. So my first day of work, I'm hiding on my desk for two hours, dying because I'm just cramped. I'm, I'm a big person. I can't be under this desk forever, but I ain't trying to come out and get my head blown the fuck off either. You know? Mm-hmm. Terrifying. When I think about like Virginia's Virginia Tech happened in two thousand seven and that was really like Dude, we were going to college. I, like, that stuck with me because like I was graduating high school, um, I was getting ready to go to college and all that other kind of stuff. And to think that somebody could just walk into class up on a public campus and start you know, the, during up. the day those doors aren't locked you know what i'm saying on these in these buildings and these lecture halls these doors are unlocked and we're in a, a huge room um where there could be anywhere from 15 to 150 people mm-hmm. one exit mm-hmm. two exits if we're lucky but if we're not i used to i used to like freak out about that sometimes i was thinking like somebody coming here with some shit and some shit is popping off where the fuck am i gonna go like am i gonna be caught in the middle of this bullshit Mm-mm. or can i flip out this back door Hell, like, bitch, i'll find a way like those are things that i was thinking of like when i was in school because i went to a public school where anybody in the neighborhood or anybody could walk into the library and sit down and relax and you know what I'm saying? It's Mm -hmm. not like you needed to swipe or you need to have a badge or anything like that. When I think about work, like I work in a building that has, that you can't get into the building without a key card. Yeah. God forbid somebody just slips in behind you we're all fucked. We're all going to die. <laughs> like we're all fucked. We're all gonna so fuck. I think about that shit all the time. So, but when you think about what needs to change, and you know, it's always I feel like it's this chicken or the egg paradigm. When you talk about people talking about, we need to talk about more about mental health. Mental health needs to be like one of the background checkers for when somebody wants to purchase a weapon. Um, you talk about legislation, like is are we going to get that change and what's required to buy a gun from you know the federal government? Is it state controlled? Is it locally controlled? Um, who has access to weapons? What do you have to go through to actually get a weapon? Um, cause when you think about like some of these, you know, sometimes there's gun shows and things like that and somebody can literally just walk up with their ID and be like, I have cash. And they're like, okay, so you want this here you are. And then that's you buying a weapon. You know, when you think about New Jersey, New Jersey is a, um, I believe we're a carry state. I want to say we are, um, but you do have to have a license for that. You have to go through, um, 
you know, a background check and all that good stuff. You have to like turn your fingerprints to the police and you got to pay fucking money to even get a license to carry and then got to go buy a motherfucking gun. It's too goddamn much. Let's actually look into it. I've been a reference for somebody who was looking to get a fire, a licensed firearm. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, like I could have been anybody in the world. Like it wasn't no show your ID, confirm that you know this person, confirm that this person, um, you know, is, is, I literally filled out my name, filled out my address and checked a couple boxes and send that shit back. <laughs> and that person got a firearm. And I, you know, I believe that person is going to be responsible with their firearms, but can you imagine the people who, who aren't responsible with firearms or who aren't responsible, period. Some people ain't responsible with their own damn kids. Hello. So, so can you imagine how they could just get anybody, Tom, Dick, and Harry off the street to <laughs> sign this real quick? vouch for them and be like, yeah, they're good people. So I know them. Bitch, I swear that's how it happened on Scandal. <laughs> when uh, Papa Pope bought that gun. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> that's what happened. He was just like, yo, you get a discount. Let me get this. And that's what happened. That's what happened. So, <laughs> but I think it starts with access. I don't think that um, I don't think you should be allowed to own, purchase, sell semi-automatic weapons as well as the ammunition for them in the United States. I think there's just no reason for it. Yeah, I I definitely have to agree. Like when you talk about what 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 level of protection or what personal weapons do you need to protect yourself when you talk about the right to bear arms like do you need a fucking ak-47 you don't my guy you're not out here bucking fucking uh bambi and her family in the middle of the in the middle of the woods with ak-47 there's no need for you to have an assault rifle we even talk about like a fucking nine millimeter like a, a pistol like do you really need that you probably don't well, well most murders happen with handguns if we're looking at murder in general or gun deaths or gun violence in general, most of them happen with handguns. And that's when we talk, we bring in the conversation about, you know, inner city violence, gang violence, all that other kind of stuff. Like those crimes happen with handguns they're stolen all the time you mm. know what are what are the needs for those when you even really think about it i do understand the need to have a gun to protect yourself or wanting a firearm to protect yourself but at the end of the day i mean we would have to draw the line at, at somewhere, somewhere. do we need them at all i guess we can look at australia as an example who has some of the strictest gun laws in the world mm-hmm. and there they have significantly decrease their amount of gun violence. I will have to, that's exactly where I was going to go next. When you look at other countries and then their, their gun laws and what happens in there, um, there, like, I think somebody tweeted that, like, Australia hasn't had a mass shooting since 
ever, bitch, because they yeah, they so cut that shit out. Time. Yeah, it was a really long time because it, it was like maybe the nineties, eighties, nineties, early nineties. Yeah, and and they haven't had like any mass shootings or anything like that because they're just like you motherfuckers don't need this shit. You can't have it. But you think yeah. I think here in America we get so caught up. So when you think about the NRA and then they them being the driving machine behind a lot of um, politicians' careers when you talk about campaign money and you know lobbying and things like that our political system is so driven by money greed and who can have it and who can push what agenda because you have this access to funds um that you know it gets lost in the sauce that these things are actually hurting people and having access to these things are hurting people but since i want to be senator what the fuck from wichita state or what the fuck ever you know that's when they they go into you know choosing you know their funds or their campaign or whatever it may be over potential life when you think about it yeah it's all about money it's always about when, money when you pull in, when you're pulling in the mental health conversation i really think that mental health has always been an issue mm-hmm. it's never it's not going away anytime soon there are an immense amount of services available to people who have mental health conditions and diagnoses. Mm-hmm. And anybody who who may not be of sound mind, they can do anything. You know what I'm saying? Not just have access to a gun. Um, they can do. They do. They do all kinds of things um, that they have no idea what they're doing. Um, so I don't think that, I don't think that having more mental health professionals, having more services available would do anything in terms of mental health conditions that would obviously affect the amount of violence that occurs by people who have mental illnesses. I don't think that that would be effective at this point. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you start with access and you start with how people can walk into sh- stores and purchase guns with no issue, no problem, you know, an ID, like it's a freaking cig- pack of cigarettes. I think that is where we should start the conversation. Um, because I do think that people, people who have mental health conditions are going to commit violent crimes. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on the severity it's just it's going to happen whether it's rape where you need no weapon whether it's burglary or drug use where you're hurting yourself essentially mm-hmm. um they're going to commit some kind of crime that you know those things happen when you are severely mentally ill so i don't think that um that is the portion of the conversation that we should be focusing on at this time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I see that. I see that. I I would think it was more so um, when you talk about access, when you talk mental health, me- mental health, Jesus, mental health mm-hmm. and access. Um, more so making that one of the requirements, like some type of background check, mm-hmm. some type of mental health check. When you talk, when you try to prioritize things, yes, access does have to be a, prize, mm-hmm. a pri- um, priority. Jesus, if I could speak English today, um, access has to be a priority. And you know, currently, um, I'm not 100% sure 
But currently, if you have been committed, so if you've been admitted involuntarily to a hospital, you know, for mental health reasons, I don't think, I think that you can get a weapon. Mm-hmm. But I think that your process is different. And I'm not 100% sure if that's fact. Don't quote me. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Shit, it could be. It, it, I think that that's where that's that's the part of the conversation that people want to have is that okay if you've been committed involuntarily to a psychiatric unit um that means that it's legally determined that you are a danger to yourself or other people um by a judge and a doctor yes then you should not be able to own a firearm in the future or you know, currently, even currently, they will. The police will go to your house and they will take your guns. Yep. If you are a registered gun owner and you're involuntarily um, committed into a unit, they they will go to your house and pick your shit up right now. That doesn't mean that they ain't gonna get their shits back in a couple months. Yeah, that's true. Very true. What's the process? What's the protocol I mean, here? Yeah. What's the process? Where are the flaws in the process? Um. And how can we stop this shit from happening? Mm-hmm. I mean, people always try to say, you know, have the conversation, have the conversation when it comes mm-hmm. to major issues in America. But I'm, niggas is tired of talking. I think this is a spider web of bullshit. You know, like you try to find a, the beginning and you, you get lost. You do. I just think that there needs to be a call for action. Like, fuck the bullshit of this talk and talk and talk. And we done talk enough. Clearly talking ain't fixing the issue because every other week when you turn around, we become numb to the fact that more people are dying at the, the hands of gun violence in America. When you talk about mass shootings, um, you know, gun violence towards other people in general has just become numbing which is ridiculous because that someone losing their life to gun violence should never be a norm when they murdered all them babies up in sandy hook the babies um, fucking babies do shit about it that's when i think we all knew that's when i knew then ain't shit else happening Ain't shit else because if that didn't do it, like come on, babies, six year olds, seven year olds, babies, babies, and here we are. Same shit, different day. Did you watch Donald Glover's video? I mean, who hasn't? You mean Childish Gambino? (laughs) You know, niggas didn't know those were two like one the same person. (laughs) Like niggas, like oh, Donald Glover is doing SNL, but Charles Gambino is going to be the musical act. I love Charles Gambino. Nigga, it's the same person. <laughs> but to answer your question, yes, I've I've watched This Is America a couple of times, and I will say on my first watch, and then I went to Twitter and I saw all the think pieces, and I was like, you niggas got too much fucking time on your goddamn hands. They done, they done went back and saw how his hair was cut. How he, what, what the stance he was in when he shot the dude in the beginning of the video. He said, hey, he looks like a picking any. What? Nigga, what? The gig went to that same barber before his eye of his dream Details, niggas, the details. Yes, it's come out. And the guns were handled with such hair, but the people's bodies were just dragged like they weren't shit. Okay. The long and the short of it for me, my third eye is not open like y'all hotel niggas. So I don't really too much know what the hell he was trying to say. 
but it was a little it was a bit too much for me i don't like too much crazy ass violence like that so um I, you know i think the song is dope it's it's a hit mm-hmm. it's a bona fide hit i think the song is dope um but for me uh that video is just not for me i can't i don't i don't enjoy watching that kind of stuff watching I, people get yes mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. even if it's fake it's just really not my thing Mm-hmm. And and shout out to all the people that was like that's Trayvon's Martin Trayvon Martin's dad playing the guitar. Where are those niggas at today? That is not it, real quiet for them. Cause that that <laughs> baby that was not that was not. I'm just gonna baby no. But like I've never met Trayvon Martin in my life. I don't <laughs> even know how you guys came to, i just am a bald black man with a beard playing guitar i don't know how we got here yeah. but um yeah so i, I mean paradise be wide open you, you know, know shit about shit. i don't know nothing they done teleported a whole new human in the video i <laughs> i watched it for what it was i saw some things that were happening i understood the underlying tones of the video um i wasn't going to go deep and be like oh Scissors in the video sitting with her little crown of uh, Bantu knots and she's she's supposed to be the Statue of Liberty. I said, you niggas is doing way too much. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> Girl, I was deep in it in the comics section. I said, you know what? Let me find a fucking like because I need to get out of this yeah. right now. It was too much. Way too much. Um, but you know, I agree with you. The song's dope. The video... I mean, y'all can take that any way y'all please. You niggas, y'all niggas got it. I'm just live on my end. I don't know what you want me to do. I'm all good. I'm, yeah, I'm, I think that's our show. That that's the show because I, I I cannot with that damn childish and being. <laughs> you know what? How about we put the video, just the video, not the song, because I like the song, but the video might have to go in the prayer circle. We can put it in the prayer circle. It ain't for me. It ain't for me. But, uh, <laughs> I don't need to see that shit no more. I'm good. Him and his dad body. Okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll get them titties you out know, of here. My nigga said you gonna get this body. <laughs> he had it oiled up too. He had it oiled up. His little nipples. You know what? Jesus didn't want me to talk about this today. Wait a second. But one, one. <laughs> I saw an interview with the choreographer. I said, bitch, you needed a choreographer for that shit. <laughs> I just died. I died. I done fell out. No disrespect to her because she's a strong black woman. <laughs> uh, and, you know, she got her money. You know, get your check. She got her check. But, um, I mean, I could have did that. <laughs> Hey, what are we doing? This nigga just shrugging his shoulders for the first two minutes of the You know, no. Alright, so that's the episode. We're not gonna do this. We're not gonna do this. So as always, you guys can find every episode of the show on the gcpod.com. Um, free and clear for you and yours all day, every day. Contact us with your show ideas, your feedback, any questions that you may have, any questions for us that you would like us to answer please feel free to reach out to us via the website. And that's our show. Peace out, y'all. Have a great week. Bye.